welcome to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. My name is Marendi Leverett, healthpreneur, business strategist and intuitive, and I will be your host. In this podcast series, I will be interviewing female healthpreneurs and sharing their amazing, inspiring and motivating stories about how they started their own health business. Listen to how some of these beautiful women have overcome barriers or adversity to create their own unique health business and thrive. These women are not making millions of dollars or dominating the world, but they are certainly making a difference to their clients' lives and living their true purpose of serving and helping others in need. Also in this podcast, I will be sharing hints and tips on how to be a successful healthpreneur whilst remaining authentic when starting and running a health business. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate and educate you on all you need to know about starting, growing and pivoting in a business as a health clinician. This podcast is available to subscribe and download via Anchor, Spotify, iTunes and Google Podcast. So remember to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest podcast episode for Authentic Healthpreneurs. As usual, I am your host, Marendi Leverett, and we have the beautiful Christian Jones back again with us today. Christian is a spiritual business coach for healers and and is also, sorry, an intuitive quantum healer. Welcome, Christian. Hi, I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to have you back. And it was so funny before we started recording, we were talking about how well, not how to pivot our businesses, but I'm talking about Renos and that I've had to pivot and move where I'm recording my podcast. And you were just saying that when you come to launch your new project, you may be, you know, crossing yeah. <laughs> across the USA. And I said, yeah. oh, we just have to pivot. And what is today's topic about? <laughs> have you ever seen that Friends episode where they're taking the couch up the <gasps> stairs? Yes. Yes. And he's like, that's exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Pivot, pivot. I think that's where everyone said they heard it for the first time. And yeah, anyway, it's the, the oh, definition good. has changed. But anyway, for our listeners, before we digress, we're here to talk about how to pivot your business with ease, because I guess, well, COVID was a fine example of how a lot of us had to pivot our businesses overnight, but I guess there are different circumstances and different situations we come we we come into or come across that we may have to pivot um, because you know the industries we work in or the um, environments we work in are constantly changing and if you don't you kind of get left behind, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also social media changes all the time, mm-hmm. and totally. so you know, being, being available for, even though this isn't like really the highlight of the pivoting, you know, being available for allowing yourself to roll with the pivot of whatever social media is doing and whatever that preference is for social media. Mm. Exactly. So I guess, what is it that you're wanting to share with our listeners? Cause I guess I know when it comes to having to pivot, there's a lot of fear and Mm. angst and stress and anxiety associated with it because I guess as humans we're not used to change and we like our little comfort zones and when we are forced whether it is by the universe or whether it is by external factors sometimes we don't we kind of put on our um 
you know, dig our heels in or put your head in the sand like the um, emu or the ostrich. Yeah. Yeah. So I really feel that, and I'm just going to be bold and say, we make a bigger deal about pivoting than what it really is. Yeah. And sometimes I feel that this is a couple different things. Sometimes it's coming from the internal world where what is it that everybody like, what is it that everybody else is going to think of me when I do pivot? And sometimes it's that external world as well. It's like, how do I even make this look? How does this look for me? And, and it feels a lot bigger than what it actually is. Now, what I will say is that sometimes, yes, when you have a big pivot or you add something new, or you, you are like, okay, this thing is no longer in alignment and I'm ready to move on to the next thing or add in the next thing to my business. Sometimes it does take a little bit of growth and, and trust and stacking the wins. Like, yes, you want to have faith, but like, look for the proof. Mm. And so, yeah, I just really feel like there's a twofold here happening internally and externally, and really just allowing ourselves to trust what is in alignment and what it is that we know our next steps are that is for our highest and best good. And really making it no big deal because when yeah. we are making it a big deal, energy is energy is energy. Yeah. So it's going to be received and felt as such. Yeah. So I guess that's the other thing too. I guess sometimes we don't, I don't know, we don't know we need to pivot or it, it, maybe you have a brainwave because I guess sometimes you, you're pushing and pushing for something to happen or trying to get, you know, a project or a service off the ground and it's not quite working how you thought I guess Mm -hmm. that's also sometimes when you think oh, I've got to tweak something or I've got to just change it that's a kind of a pivot too isn't it yeah yeah absolutely where it's like you know is this actually in alignment sometimes something isn't ready yet I've definitely Mm -hmm. had programs that have been brought into like I've dropped in and I was like oh that would be fun to do and I'll try to launch it and then spirit universe, God source universe is just like, actually, no, we're going to have you grow into this or there's more to come. (laughs) And I've definitely had that happen. And so, yeah, there's definitely a situation where it's like, okay, is this, is this out of fear that this isn't Mm -hmm. working? And, and, or is, is there something like, maybe I just need to tweak a little bit and try a different angle or is it that I need to grow into this program offer service? What does that look like? Yeah. So I guess in saying that too, because I have a a friend who has um, just launched her spiritual coaching business. And I guess a lot of people offer a pilot program or something like that just to test the waters, test the content, test the response from the people in the program. And then, of course, you get the feedback and then you're tweaking it and, yeah, it's not a major big pivot, but it's still, like you said, you've got to learn and evolve and feel into these services or programs you want to run because yeah, it might be a great idea in your head, but once you execute it, there's lots of things that might need to be changed because what you think people want isn't what they necessarily do want. Yeah. Or what they need as well. Mm. I mean, this is, this is a really great, I have a couple different programs or offers that I've done that with recently. My signature program, the rising Phoenix actually just it's ending this week at the time we're recording this. And 
it was, this was the first time that I've run this specific program and a lot of tweaks did happen within it and they were so totally here for it. And that's what I love about launching a brand new program. I always do it as a, like a founder's quote, founder's price at a lower price, because I know there's going to be tweaks and shifts and things that are going to happen. I know my expertise and I'm standing in my power in it. And also I'm like, okay, well, let's try to shift this. Let's go fluid with this. Or like in this program, I was like, okay, I didn't think we were going to need like healing integration weeks or anything like that. It wasn't something I was intentionally going to add. I actually took them out. And then as we went through the program and I was seeing their growth, I was like, okay, let's back off some of the, the stripping away and let's take a moment and, and breathe and let ourselves breathe and heal. But even, you know, even in a one-on-one situation, if you're offering like one-on-one coaching on the flip side of group coaching programs is allowing yourself to tweak as well, launching it as a beta offer or a founder's offer where it's a lower price, have a couple people in that price and then up your price legally. I mean, check with a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer, but legally I've been told we are supposed to up our price. If we're saying we're going to up our price, like it ends when it ends and then we up it when we're going to say we're going to up it. Yeah. Um, and so Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And that gets to be part of business. That is part of business is testing. Mm. We're all just out here, like just testing. This works for me. This didn't work for me. Great. This was fun. This really sucked. Or, you know what I mean? Like we get to play in the field of possibility and potential, even when we're pivoting, tweaking, and playing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess in the other, side of the coin I guess with pivoting too we've got that other element and I guess I'm a perfect example of doing that you know my background was an exercise physiologist Mm -hmm. and now I've pivoted into being a business coach for female health clinicians like that's a massive big pivot it's not not changing well say it's not changing my career it's not like someone going from being an accountant to a kinesiologist, which I know somebody who has, that's a major, big but I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, what would be some tips or advice for those women who are looking at doing a major pivot? Maybe it is they're wanting to get trained in other modalities that are very different to what they normally offer, or what if it is, you know, someone like myself who has got all this experience, who's now like, Hey, I want to share my experience and expertise and help other people. I guess, like we said, there is always fear, you know, Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome. Am I good Mm -hmm. enough? Why would anyone want to work with me? I don't have the qualifications, you know, what would your advice or tips be for those who are looking at pivoting and I guess, yeah, to encourage them to try it. Yeah. Imposter syndrome is a sneaky one. (laughs) Yeah. And I recently heard somebody say imposter syndrome is great in your business. And I don't think that's true. I think (laughs) it's normal. I think it's normal. Mm. And, and I, and I feel like when we look at it and say, instead of saying like, what is wrong with me more like, Oh, look at my brain doing what it does. It's saying mm. that I'm, who am I to do this? Or I'm like, am I even going to be re is this going to be received or all the imposter things that come up? And it's like, well, one, who the heck am I to not do this? Mm. I need to do this. It's a desire in my heart for a reason. And the other thing is like really looking at it and you know, there's a couple different lenses that you can look through it. 
from, you know, like the inner child healing, which is, yeah. is really deep work. And also through the lens of, um, of through rapid resolution therapy, which is something I just recently completed. And it's like really looking at from a, a logical standpoint and, and backtracking and clearing and freeing, because the truth yeah. is our brain is just always trying to keep us safe. And it's giving ourselves this opportunity to free and clear ourselves, remove that, that feeling. So you can move forward in your power. Mm. Um, but then like some tangible steps, like, of course, so there's always that mindset piece, which clearly I'm super passionate about, but then like the tangible, like strategic steps, it's getting, and I think we talked about this on our, the last time that we met was getting super clear on who it is that you're here to serve based on what it is that you are now excited to do that you've pivoted into doing, because it's not going to be the same. Mm. Most likely it's not going to be the same. I would also even consider like starting a new social media account, which feels like you're starting at ground zero, but that is so far from the truth that like, it's, it's, laughable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Your brain will trick you into thinking you have zero followers and you're starting over, but that is not true. You are taking all of your skills, knowledge, wisdom, expertise, your creativity, your logic, your intuition, you're taking it all with you. You are not starting over. You are continuing. And when you start with a new social media account, it gives, it then gives you this space where you can grow with super aligned yeah. clientele or audience instead of like trying to drag people through what it is that you're doing um or confusing them yeah if you're still yeah. trying to use your old platform um mm-hmm. yeah and I know it can be a bit scary because you know a lot of us aren't social media savvy and it can get annoying too having so many social media profiles but like you said I think it's, it's good to have, it, it, it makes it real. It makes it, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm taking this seriously. I'm not just dabbling. This is, yeah, this is my new business. And I guess that's how I felt when I finally came up with the name authentic healthpreneurs and, you know, came up with the logo and, you know, it was really quite exciting because before I was just dabbling and it was kind of just, my coaching was just another page on my other business page because I wasn't sure and mm-hmm. you know like you said sometimes you gotta you get the idea but you gotta feel into it you gotta just sit with it and just let it bubble away before yeah. you actually take it to the next level and I guess yeah I don't yeah I am blowing my own horn but I guess I want to just show other women that it can be done like my idea of authentic healthpreneurs started oh 15 years ago but I didn't know what it was going to look like and then it was during COVID lockdowns that yeah it 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 came yeah it kind of evolved even more and more and you know realized that I could coach women you know all over Australia or all over the world it wasn't just in my own local area and yeah so that's when it kind of yeah took off and then what was it it would be I don't know two two years no must be three years this September I remember getting the logo and launching it and it was so exciting so yeah I guess that's just yeah like you said you know just start 
little steps. Just start with yeah. the yeah, you know, social media profile and yeah, it doesn't have to be an amazing or, you know, big fat launch with balloons and party streamers and right. <laughs> what and call it a soft launch. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And it's so funny. Oh my gosh. There's so many like nuggets that are like dropping in like, and I'm so excited. Like it's yeah. Like launching gets to be no big freaking deal. Like it's no big deal. Mm. And this is interesting because I just had this conversation with my coach. Cause I was like, Oh, what if, you know, what if we do get orders or what if we are moving? And she's like, so what? So you're posting. So you're going on stories. So you're sending an email. So you're going live when it feels good to go live. So you maybe run a masterclass. What are you doing every single day, Kristen? And I'm like, I'm doing those, <laughs> I'm doing those things actually. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, like I send an email like once or twice a week and like all those things that I do during a launch, I do on it, you know, I do on a day or weekly basis or a monthly basis, just, it looks different. And the only, the only reason why it feels bigger is because we're attached to the outcome. How can you release the attachment from the outcome and just have fun? Mm -hmm. And like, when it comes to business, I just like, I just had this thought. I do free business audits for healers. So if you're just like Instagram, so if you have an Instagram account, slide into my DMS and just with the keywords, free biz audit, and I will just do an overview. I'll send you voice notes of like some different tips and things to shift. Cause this is something that I help. I do help my clients with. So again, totally free, just free biz audit. Um, and it's like, am I not savvy with, with social media or is it that I am just not educated yet? And how can I resource myself? Because look, it's 2023 and we are so resourced now more than we ever have been. And it's like, sure. Yeah. There's a like YouTube and there's a million people on, right. There's a million (laughs) people all over the place. You know, you could hire a, a coach that is, is savvy or does have like a marketing background. You can hire like different support. And I always like, I'm a big fan of being supported. And so I'm always like, I'm not new to that game of being supported. And I always encourage it because we do get to be supported. Um, and And so, and then releasing that fear, I really feel, Ooh, I just got a pang like with that one. Mm. Uh, And gosh, so fear is really interesting. And when we look at fear, if you don't mind, I would love to dive into this perspective. Okay, cool. So with this perspective, so um, like I mentioned, I just got trained in rapid resolution therapy with Dr. John Connolly. He is the creator. So I wanted to give him credit where credit is due. Um, This is a this is a form of therapy that is taking the world by storm. And it is, um, it's a form of psychotherapy that was originally created by Dr. John Connolly for combat veterans and women uh, who have been experienced, who have experienced sexual abuse. And it has been proven very effective with anxiety, depression, fears, limiting beliefs, imposter syndromes, like you name it, the things that we experience on a day-to-day basis, but when it comes to fears and so how it works is through like metaphors, um, visuals and anchors, things of that nature. So let's dive into fear for a second. Yeah. It's, and it's actually really fun. It's very different than talk therapy. Um, I find myself, I've had three session, three one-on-one sessions myself in the past four or five months. And I always leave laughing and feeling lighter So 
when it comes to fear, our brains were actually no different than what they were when we were cave people, right? Like we've yeah. evolved as a society, but our brains are still wired just as they were back then. Like, like we're running from saber to tigers in 2023, but like, <laughs> let me ask you, have you ever run from a saber to tiger? I would say most of the world is be like, no. So I want you to just imagine this with me for a second. We are on an African safari and off in the distance, we see um, like this herd of zebras and they're grazing. And it's like, the sun is, the sun is going down. The weather is perfect. We're in a beautiful open Jeep. And all of a sudden these beautiful zebras go from grazing to alert and running. And this, then you look at me and you are like, Kristen, what made those zebras run? And so I look around and I, I see a lion and I'm like, oh, the lion made the zebras run and we're friends at this point. And so you're just like kind of being a smart aleck and you're just like, mm, I don't think the zebra made or the lion made the zebra run. I think lion wants zebra to be slow, to be sleepy, to be dinner. Mm. Lion really doesn't want zebra to run. And so what did make the zebra run? Zebra is running because the fear was activated from within. Yeah. So when, when that fear is activated, it goes from, you know, all of our creativity, logic, um, intuition, strength goes from our mind to our legs. So went from mind to zebra's legs. So it can run, 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 and be faster than the slowest zebra. So they don't become lion's lunch. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so after the whole chase is done, it's complete walk over to zebra. They're grazing again. Everybody's chilling, drinking some water, walk up to the zebra. And we're like, Whoa, did you see that lion? And the zebra says, what lion? Now, on the other hand, we have, so that's when fear kicks in to go to our arms and legs to make them really fast. Mm. So another really great example of this is zebras are laying down. Um, mama has baby nearby. A huge bird comes over and starts pecking at baby zebra and the mama zebra gets freaks out. And her only, her only thing that she is ready to do right now is to keep her offspring safe. So all of her strength goes from her brain down to her jaw. So she can lunge and bite the bird to save her baby. Human beings have the same thing happen. Have you ever seen someone get really red in the face Yeah, when they're angry? So what's happening is all of that, everything is draining from their brain to their jaw so they can literally rip the flesh out of someone. And I don't know about you, but there's, I can't think of a time when I've ever found it useful or I've ever wanted to rip the flesh out of someone's arm. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is literally what's happening when we are, when we are fearful, mm. we are, all of our strength is going from our brain. And it's literally making us dumber. That's yeah. everyone. That's just not like, I'm not just calling them any singular person out, but that's literally everyone. And so going to our legs so we can run faster or to our mouth and our jaw so we can bite 
Um, and so it's like, when we look at it through that lens, it's, it's funny. And it's also like, oh, it's actually not useful. And so there are definitely, definitely different techniques that we can use to clear this. Um, one that you can try just like super quick is like sit up straight, take a deep breath. And when you breathe in through your nose on the exhale, allow your eyes to close and then imagine that you are shooting a bow and arrow and watch that bow and arrow fly as far off to the distance as you can see while thinking the word release. Mm-hmm. And just continue to do that. And that is a really great like first step to support in, in releasing some of those fears and just allow the unconscious mind, like you don't even have to know what you're afraid of, but just allow the unconscious mind to take that with you. And so when you are having like these pivoting moments, these fearful moments of how do I pivot? What is this going to look like? Um, what is it that I'm going to say? What are people going to think? Even just this little activity is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. And also adding the humor in it, like thinking, I don't think I'm going to bite someone today. Or I don't think I'm going to run out. I love that. <laughs> I've never thought of that. <laughs> it's hilarious, right? Because it's like, it that's actually not very useful. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So I guess, you know, that yeah that is just a great example because I guess like we said and when you were saying that I was actually thinking of conversation I had with a client too who her pivoting was a very unusual pivot in that you know she had this business name and she'd had it for a, a, a quite a long time but then when she decided to go out on her own leave her employer I'm not I can't remember the exact story, but someone came and well, came after her and said, if you don't change your business name, we're going to take you to court because that's our name, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And of course, I think when something sudden and unexpected happens, we immediately go into that flight or fight response. And so she immediately, you know, and understandably freaked out going, oh my God, I might have to shut my business down. I might have to, you know, all of the catastrophizing happens Uh but then you know when she finally sat down and you know just sat with it let it you know you you just sit on it you know like they say just think about it for 24 hours don't make a decision she then realized okay I can change my business name it doesn't change who I am or who I'm you know serving but what ended up happening was the most amazing thing where her business name now truly reflects who she is and who she works with. And so, you know, out of a, a, you know, negative situation, she's, yeah, flourished. And I guess that's another way of pivoting is that she's had to recreate herself because someone said, oh, you can't have that business name. You have to change. And, you know, of course, you immediately freak out. But now... She, yeah, she's recognized for what she, who she works with and what she does because she's been able to now evolve a new business name and logo and whatever. So, so, you know, out of fear can come, I don't know, what would you say? Yeah. Solution, but you know, yeah, uh, like you say, rising up a phoenix out of the, 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 that is a great, I mean, I had, 
something not quite the same, but something similar happened last year. And and you just never know what's going to happen. Like it does feel big and scary sometimes because you, it, it literally feels like, you know, our, our nature is to be part of the tribe. And when we were little, if we were to be left out in the wild, not that we were out in the wild, but if we, if our parents were to leave us in the city without, without them, we would die. (laughs) (laughs) And so we still feel like that as an adult. And so of course, like, it's like, Oh my gosh, was this going to happen? Like, I feel like I'm being threatened. And, and I get that a hundred percent. I get that. And it's, it's, hindsight is always 2020, isn't it? Because it's like, wow, I learned a lot. Like we always learn so much from that, from those, well, any situation, really, if we allow ourselves the opportunity to learn them and something beautiful, I kept hearing something beautiful blooms from the mud. That's the Lotus. Yes. Yes. Here in Australia, it would be the mangrove. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What are you on, Merendi? Well, here the mud flats are not the most flattering, mm. and um, but you get these beautiful mangrove trees that, yeah, mm. are the only things that will live in this the mud flats around our creeks, riverbeds, you know. But yeah, you know, out of I'm something happy. ugly. <laughs> yes, I'm a big fan of mud, though. Like I love, like my, I'd have a, um, my, I manifested my dream vehicle, which is a firecracker red jeep. Her name is Mud Puppy. I love Mud Mud Puppy. (laughs) Oh, because she gets to go in the mud, like yes, she does. Well, my dad. Well, my license plate is Mud Pup, but my dad actually nicknamed me Mud Puppy after we went. We rented side by sides, and I was flying through the mud, and the the only thing you could see was how white my teeth were, and I was covered in mud from head to toe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was like Mud Puppy, and that's why I named my Jeep. She's always muddy. Yeah. So yeah, something beautiful blooms from the mud. Yeah. All righty. So is there anything, any last pearls of wisdom you want to share with our listeners about pivoting? I think I guess, the most, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, because I guess, you know, the whole topic of this podcast was how to pivot your business with ease. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, what's your pearls of wisdom to them about, yeah, in yeah ensuring that they can pivot and not feel stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the mindset is going to be your biggest strength here when it comes to pivoting. It is one, you already know what you're doing just because you are pivoting to something new. Doesn't mean you lost everything that you have done before you take your wisdom and everything that I mentioned before you take that all with you. So allow yourself the opportunity to shift your mindset. So you can't and clear the fear, continue to clear that fear, do that activity that I mentioned. So you can continue to move forward. Mm. Um, And then I feel the next thing is get super, super clear on who it is that you are here to serve and, and also what it is that you do, how you help them, because that is going, it's going to be a new space that most likely not always, but most likely there's going to be a new space that you're moving into. And so having that clarity is going to be really important. Um, so you'll know, and then you can create really awesome content from that clarity as well. Mm-hmm. So I would say pivoting successfully is the mindset and that clarity of who it is that you are, um, 
serving and what it is that you're going to help them with. And I would say the third thing is to just show up, show up. Yeah, totally. I, I think those three main tips are perfect. And I guess I don't want to say we're reinventing the wheel, but it is something I hear over and over and over again is you just got to show up. Yep. Because then all your fears will be alleviated anyway, because you'll be in your element because you're working with the people you like anyway and we're always you know it doesn't matter what you do we've always got a fear like whether it's going on stage to present a speech or going you know delivering an online webinar or working with the client who you may never have worked with before you're like oh am I going to be able to help them there's always going to be some little fear but once you're there and present all that's kind of once you start a conversation with someone it all is just all those fears kind of disappear yeah yeah and it's like you know sometimes it's like okay I do this thing and I feel afraid but when we look back start to stack that proof journaling I'm a big fan of journaling so you know or even just taking a mental note or putting it on your phone like wow I got three new likes on my post today, or, Ooh, I got a new follower or, Ooh, I got a new subscriber. Um, four people watched my live video. Um, I had a save, like, where are the wins? And also when you're showing up and it feels like you're going to die because you're so afraid. It's like, wow, I did that live video or I did that webinar and I didn't die. Look at me. I might be sweating and need to change my shirt, but I am still breathing. And that's powerful and amazing. Mm -hmm. And I guess just from my own personal experience too, is that once you start talking to people and you develop that rapport with them or that connection with them, you just, you kind of run cloud nine and you're, You're like, yeah, I'm in my groove. I know what I'm doing. And people, if people are leaving in a better headspace themselves or are leaving with armed with information to help them propel themselves um, forward in whatever it is that you are coaching them in or helping them in, um, that's the best, you know, result really, the best outcome because you know that you've made a small change in someone else's life. Yeah. I have like little butterflies because I feel (laughs) that it's like, oh yes, I get that. And it's like, oh, creating a win file and just reminding yourself of who you are and what you've done and and what you're capable of, because all of those wins are just proof. Yeah. And that feeling is proof too. Like those little butterflies. I'm like, yeah, that's proof. Like, Mm. Mm-hmm. And I guess the other, I guess, final thing I just wanted to touch on with pivoting is that it's not going to happen overnight. I think, no. that, you know, with the instant gratification of social media and all of that, people see other people and see how successful they are, but it didn't happen overnight. It was a mm-hmm. slow burn or maybe it was just one um, reel they've done or just one webinar they've done. And, you know, like those TikToks, like, and I'm not into TikTok, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it just has to take one moment for something to just, I don't want to say go viral, but it can happen in, you know, outside of social media as well. Someone might share, oh, I just attended a really great workshop with Merendi or, you know, that type of thing. What I find that's, you know, gratitude is when you go to an event or, 
you catch up with someone and they're like, I've, I've been following you for so many years or, oh, you were recommended to me by such and such. They're the moments that I think, okay, I am <laughs> making a difference. I am known in the industry. <laughs> Yes. But it's because it's not that instant gratification that you get on social media that yeah. they're the ones that I hold close to my heart to say, okay, I am making a difference. Yes, I've got stalkers, but that's okay. Yes, right. And that and those silent lur lurkers, like just because you're not getting the views or you're not getting the likes, I can't tell you how many people have come out of the woodworks and they're like, okay, I'm ready. And I'm like, what? I haven't talked to you like at all. But exactly. Cool. <laughs> you yeah. just never know. And you know, if you're following someone that is triggering for you because they're having so much success, that's an opportunity to go within. But also remember that just because they're throwing something on stories and making a six figure income, they have earned that space. Their mm. audience know, likes, and trusts them. They are ride or dies. They have already built that audience and it will come. It it's just one step at a step time, at a one thing at a time, one seed planted at a time. You never know when that, like when that explosion is going to happen. Yeah. And if you quit, Catalyst. you will never know when it, when it was going to happen. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on again today to share your wisdom with us. Do you just want to just let everyone know where they can find you online? Yeah, I'm most active on Instagram at XO underscore Kristen Jones. Um, it's spelled different, so I'm sure it'll be in the show notes. <laughs> yes, we'll always put it there. <laughs> but slide into my DM, say hi, let me know what your favorite nugget was. I love to chat with my audience. It's one of my favorite things. Um, and also andsherises.com, tons of free resources, blog posts, and lots of um, just vibes to support you in any way possible. Awesome. Thank you again for joining us today. Yes. Thank you for having me again. I had so much fun. Me too. Thanks. You have been listening to the Authentic Healthpreneur podcast. To ensure you don't miss an episode, remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying this series, please leave us a review. If after listening to this podcast episode, you feel inspired to start or transform your own health business, come join our free Facebook group, Authentic Healthpreneurs. Search Authentic Healthpreneurs in the Facebook groups. In this group, you will find free resources, webinars and other events to help propel your business forward and succeed. It is a beautiful community of like-minded female health practitioners who support and uplift one another and celebrate our successes together. If you need help with starting or growing your health business, be sure to check out my website, authentichealthpreneurs.com. Here you will find more information on the one-on-one -on -one coaching services and online training programs that I offer. I would love to support and guide you to live your life purpose and see you succeed in business. If you are not sure what help you need, then be sure to book in for a free business strategy session with myself. You will find the link in the website.